In today's episode, we gonna be cleaning up. Now I know what you're probably thinking. Shay, I already cleaned up, or sis, you did not have to expose me like that. But regardless, roll up your sleeves, turn up the Poetry is the Death of Me podcast, and break out the pine saw, because in this episode, we gonna be doing that much needed work on ourselves. Yes, I said it, so stay tuned for the rest of the podcast. Thank you. If you're new here, you can follow me, Shay, the podcast host, on Instagram at Shay Jatoria. That is S H A I J A T O R I A. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Poetry is the Death of Me Podcast. All one word, all lowercase. Let's get into it, fam. Given today's episode title, you can probably guess what today's poem is going to be about. But before we jump into that, let's start off the episode with a quote. Today's quote is from Joseph Campbell. We must be willing to get rid of the life we planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. The old skin has to be shed before the new one can come. See, spring is a time for renewal and growth. We can usually tell that spring is here when the weather starts to get better or our allergies start to bother us or when those old tired fleeing spring back into our DMs. See, we may have given them the cold shoulder in the winter, so now they're back at it because the weather's gotten warm and they're trying to convince us that we need them. And we're like, really? That's how your mind works? Like, I need you? Like, I need you? You? Okay. But anyways, this is the season of letting go of the old and making room for the new. So like I said earlier, we gonna be doing some cleaning, fam. And I'm not talking about the spring cleaning where we go out to the garage and clean or we wipe down the walls or we clean the kitchen. I'm talking about the cleaning that requires us to let go of the old grudges, resentments, and anger that holds us back. See, this COVID-19 pandemic has a lot of us at home, idle, and bored, which is a recipe for disaster. See, we're seeing couples at home with each other on the timeline, and we're just like, man, I don't want that too. So we pull out that little black book, or we go to our block list to revisit those former F-boys and former flings because we're lonely. And when I say we, 
I'm talking about me too because I've tried to contact and actually have contacted a few of my former fling slash friends with benefits gone wrong slash situationship people slash at boys, whatever you want to call them. I've tried to contact them and boy, do I regret it. So in this episode, we're going to get real, we're going to get raw, and we're going to do some cleaning. So stay tuned. In the last podcast episode, I had asked you, the listeners, to send in questions, but unfortunately, no one sent in any questions. But I'm going to improvise and do my own little version of a listener Q&A. So I went on Google, went on a website, it has like 200 plus questions, and I'm going to answer like 10 of them. Um, and yeah, let's just get into it. So number one, and I got it pulled up right here on my laptop. So if you hear clicking and scrolling, it's my laptop, fam. It's my laptop. Okay. And shout out to my homie, my pal, my buddy who's right next to me, Mr. Jim Bean Apple. Like you, you to go, you to go. Okay, here we go. Number one. What shows are you into? I'll just name five shows that I'm currently watching. Um, Jane the Virgin on Netflix. Number two, Archer on Hulu. Number three, Family Guy on Hulu. Number four, Law and Order Special Victims Unit on Hulu. And five, mm, mm, dang, um, That 70 Show on Netflix. So those are the five shows that I guess I'm watching most of during this whole quarantine social distancing thing. But there's so many other shows that I've been watching. But um, those are like the five main ones. Number two, what's your claim to fame? Um, I would say my writing. You know, I feel like my writing is going to take me places. And it already has in a way, but I feel like as time goes on, I've become a better writer, a better poet. I'm just going to accomplish much more. So writing has definitely got to be my claim to fame, you know. I want to have my books on the bookshelves and ebooks and stuff like that. So I definitely think that. (laughs) I'm sorry, it's the Jim Bean. It's not really me. Um, Number three, how often do you play sports? hardly to not at all like I don't I'm not really a sports person but to be honest if there were like an actual league of like kickball I would be in that because when I was younger I always liked kickball and I felt like I was a really good player but it was just like during gym time or recess but if there was an actual league for kickball I would want to sign up and join number four are you usually early or late? It really depends on whatever the circumstances. Like, if I'm running behind, and I'm probably going to be late. Like, if I, like, stayed in the bed a little bit too long, I'll be late. But if I want to wake up early to have that extra time to get ready, I'll be early. So, it really just depends. Because I've been late for school. I've been late for work. I've been late for family stuff. Like, it doesn't really matter. It just really depends on what I'm doing before I need to be getting ready to determine whether I'm early or late. Um, number five, what quirks do you have? Um, 
because I'm very quirky, if you haven't noticed. And I think, like, I change up my voice. I make weird faces. I say goofy things. I say corny jokes. And I think that just all goes into my personality, especially if I get comfortable with somebody. Like, I'll pretend to be, like, super gangster. Actually, I don't pretend because I am a super gangster. Don't get it twisted. But in reality, I am all bark and no bite. But I'm still a gangster, though. See, I'm a lover, not a fighter, but I'm going to fight you with these words. Because it gets that busy. Like, I can get that busy if you catch my drift. Um, probably not. But oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> uh, dang, I scrolled up too fast. Um, where was I? Number six. How often do you people watch? All the time. Like, if I'm at work, if I'm at the store, if I'm out anywhere, I'm always people watching because you never know. Especially nowadays, like, there could be, like, one of those shooter like active shooter situations going on and I always just have to look at people and observe and be like let me try to read this person because you never know and it'll be the person you least expect sometimes to be the one to pop off so I always have to be on guard like super paranoid but in the world we live in like you got to be paranoid you got to be on edge because at any moment it could be your last moment so you know I don't play about that Number seven, what's your favorite drink? Well, like I said earlier, I got my buddy Jim Bean Apple right here on my side. So that's what I'm currently drinking. And we'll say that's my favorite drink because I, I'm loving it right now. Um, number eight, what do you hope never changes? Um, what do you hope? I think my love for writing and... To be honest, I think I have a love-hate relationship with my writing, but I just hope that the love never changes. I hope that I just don't give up writing, whether it's short stories, poetry, or anything, and just do something else because I feel like what I write in my writing makes me in a way, you know, because sometimes I don't always just, like, say what I'm feeling. I write it down. So I just hope my love for expressing myself through writing never changes because that's kind of like therapy to me so without it I don't I don't really know what I would be doing I really don't number nine what's your dream car um really the car that I currently have like any car that I'm able and blessed enough to be in possession of like I'm not one of those people that are like oh I want like a challenger or a g-wagon or whatever you call those cars a Lamborghini Ferrari I, I don't care like as long as I have a car that runs gets me to point a point b I'm fine you know if you guys have heard anything about my struggle when it comes to driving and my anxiety then just just know that I I will accept any car even if it's beat up but my car will he's in really good condition so, uh, you know, I'm just blessed to have a vehicle, you know, because I know not everybody has one. So I don't care about all that fancy, spancy stuff. Okay. Number 10. Where would you rather be from? Um, I don't really know because I haven't been around a lot. Like I've been to Florida, but that was only to go on a cruise ship. I've been to Nashville, Tennessee for four years because I went to Fisk and then you know I've been to like Ohio for vacations I've been to Indiana because I have family over there but I haven't really been like too far away from Kentucky so I don't know I I, I really don't know where I would rather be from 
I think it all just depends on where you're going. Like, you can be from the lowest of the low, but as long as you want to move forward or you want to do big things, then I don't think it really matters where you're from, if that makes any sense at all. But that is the end of the Shay slash listener slash Google help me do this Q&A. Um, hope you guys enjoy my answers. I try not to ramble, so thank God. And shout out to my friend Jim Bean Apple. Woo! Okay, stay tuned for the rest of the podcast. Thank you. Spring cleaning. I need to get my home in order. Things have gotten pretty messy since the weather's gotten colder. I'm a memory hoarder and disorder. I need to throw them away, but I only bring them closer. Thinking maybe if I held them close enough, it wouldn't hurt so much. That they're not here. But when they were, it was trial, tribulation, and there were tears. Too many to count throughout the years. Too many to count throughout the years. See, I'm always tripping over stuff that shouldn't be in my path. I misplaced my good judgment. So you're probably feeling my wrath. I'm always trying to polish shit that should have been left in the past. And for that, I'm sorry. No, seriously, I'm sorry. I washed my doubts away, but they still came back. I can't say the same to him because he never looked back. But I still clean as if he'll still visit and I still cry as my wet floor glistens. Because a clean house, a clean house, a clean house isn't complete unless he graces the floor with his feet. And a room is just the room unless he's here in it with me. And this house is not a home when I'm alone, just me. Cause being by my lonesome isn't where I want to be, honestly. So I put up with the mess. I say nothing about the stress. Because at least he's here with me. But nothing's worse than doing all the work. Giving a hundred, but it's never reimbursed. I've tried to let him go, but then I think of our past. He's the only one who knows me, the good and the bad. But is that enough? I know it's never enough. I should be cleaning a house right now. But I always get stuck between the grit, the grease, and the grime. He wasn't perfect, but he was mine. And looking back now, I have to ask myself, how fucking foolish was I? I think it's time for these dishes to shine. See, he can't sweep me off my feet with those same old lines. Everything you own is in the box to the left. Take your baggage, take your madness, take it all. And don't you dare protest my decision. Get the hell up out my kitchen, leave. Take your baggage, take your madness, take all of your ish, pack your ish, 
and get the hell up out of here because I got some cleaning to do. Take your baggage, take your madness, and don't you dare protest my decision. Get the hell up out of my kitchen. I got some cleaning to do. I gotta work on me. Spring cleaning. That was the poem titled Spring Cleaning. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. I did add an instrumental to give it a different effect. Hope y'all like that part of it. But let's just get into this breakdown. And we're going to go stanza by stanza because going line by line would be tedious. Y'all know what it do. Got it pulled up right here on my laptop. My laptop. So let go. I need to get my home in order. Things have gotten pretty messy since the weather's gotten colder. I'm a memory hoarder and disorder. I need to throw them away, but I only bring them closer. When I say I need to get my home in order, I basically mean I need to get myself together. I need to do some much needed work on myself. Now, I know you guys have heard people say the body is a temple, yada, yada, yada. So basically, I'm like, I need to get the temple in check. I need to get me in check. I got to clean up my act. I got to focus on myself and do that much needed work. So I need to get my home in order. Because things have gotten pretty messy since the weather's gotten colder. You know, and it's getting warmer now. And I just got to clean out. I got to clean it all out. I got to get it all out of my system and refresh, recharge, and reconnect with who I am. I'm a memory hoarder and disorder. I need to throw them away, but I only bring them closer. Whenever me and a person don't work out, whether I was, you know, associating with them or with them for like a short period of time or a long period of time, I carry that baggage with me. And I get very attached to a person when I let them in my space. So I'm always like lugging these burdens of the good, the bad, the ugly memories between me and a person. And I think it's about time that I let that baggage go. You know, I'm like, Shay, this is the season of letting go of that old stuff. Just getting it off my back, getting it off of my shoulders because Nine times out of ten, probably ten times out of ten, those other people aren't worried to craps about me. Which is, like, I know, and a few have even told me that they're living their life, and when you're like, who is she referring to? I'm referring to, like, old F-boys, former fling slash friends with benefits gone wrong type situations. Those people, you know, they've moved on, they've done them, they're doing them, they're living their life, and it's like, Shay, you're lugging around this baggage between you and them, and they're not. So let it go. So you can do that much needed work on yourself. And I feel like sometimes we get attached to people and we're like, you know what? I'm over that person. It is what it is. I'm unbothered. I'm going to move on. But we don't know that we're still carrying all those memories and all that baggage. And this is that episode where I'm going to get real with you guys and admit that I'm still carrying baggage from years before from people that I've encountered and it's just time to let it's just time to let it go so together we can get through this together we're going to heal together we're going to do some cleaning on ourselves so next stands up thinking maybe if i held them close enough it wouldn't hurt so much that they're not here but when they were it was trial tribulation and there were tears too many to count throughout the years um yeah you know, sometimes I start to miss those people that I used to talk to or used to be with in the past. And I, you know, I kind of get in these moods where I'm like, 
you know what, I should text that person. Let me call that person. Let me go on their social media page and just check it out to see if they found somebody else or if they moved on or what they're up to. Like, let me just see. And that curiosity will creep up on you. You know, we we are all in the house right now. We're idle. So it's just bound to happen. We're going to be like, you know what, let me check on this person. You know, it's the COVID-19 pandemic. You know, tomorrow's never promised. Let me check on this person. And then you'll end up going back to that person that, was toxic or did you wrong and it's like nah that's no excuse to go back to the drama the toxicness the the negative the the it's just no excuse so get your finger off the dial do not dial their number don't go to your block list and start unblocking people you block them for a reason you know you you did it for a reason so this is not the time to backtrack this is the time to move forward so yeah, let's get into the next stanza. I'm tripping over stuff that shouldn't be in my path. I misplaced good judgment. You're probably feeling my wrath. I'm trying to polish it that should have been left in the past. And for that, I'm sorry. Honestly, I'm sorry. Um, In that part, I think it's kind of self-explanatory. But I do have to admit to you guys that I do trip over stuff that I know I shouldn't be tripping over, like stuff that other people would just get over and just move on about. I focus on it, like I zero in and I'm just like, I start overthinking and then I drive myself into this tizzy and then I'm like upset and I lash out or I detach myself from things. Like I just stop doing stuff that I would love and I like to do and it's like, No, like the stuff I should be pouring energy into, I don't. And I get so mad at myself sometimes because I'm like, Shay, like you could be focusing on stuff that, I can't even talk, motivate you and benefit you. But instead, you're over here tripping over the fact that somebody's not contacting you. They're not answering your texts. You're mad because they haven't checked up on you. But it's just like, nah, Shay, you check up on you. Obviously, you're not in a good place because you're still worried about the past. You're still worried about what people think of you, if they still want you or not, and you gotta want you. See, you can, it don't, I don't care what type of material things you have. If you're not worried about you, if you're not trying to work on yourself, then all that stuff that you try to put on and you try to get to compensate, like, it's, we can see through that. And you can see through that. But it's like, you keep adding all this other stuff to, you know, take your focus off of you, and at the end of the day, you're going to end up right back where you started, you, so then you're going to have to do that work on yourself, you, like, you, you try to, you do all these things, you got all these vices, and to distract yourself from your own mess, and it's like, nah, you cannot run from your own mess, because like I said, that baggage, that baggage that you're toting around that you think is cute, you keep buying designer bags, thinking the more designer, the more expensive the bag, the less heavy it's going to be. No, baby. Whatever baggage you have before all that material stuff and stuff you tried to use to cover it, it it's going to, yeah. Y'all get what I'm saying? I don't have to go into it. Um, <laughs> But let's go to this next stanza. I washed my doubts away, but they still came back. Can't say the same for him. He never looked back, but I still cling as if he'll still visit. And I still cry as my wet for pleasance. So basically, this stanza right here just proves that while the other person is doing them, they walked out, they walked away from the situation, they parted ways with me. And it's like, I'm still holding on. Like, I'm the one that's still trying to get, like, make myself better 
for them. You know, I, I um to break that down, it's like, you know, a person leaves, you and a person don't work out and you're you're trying to figure out what ways you can get them back. So maybe if I was cute or maybe if I do my hair this way, they'll come back to me. Maybe if I do this, they'll come back to me. Like, may, you know, you try to come up with all these reasons of why you need them to come back to you, but then you're like, no, they left. You and that person didn't work out for a reason. Whether whether or not you know that reason or not is something totally different. But for me, I've always felt like you know, when the people and me, when the guys and I would not see eye to eye and we would go our separate ways, that should have been the time that I started working on myself. I should have started saying, okay, this is what happened between me and this person. You know, this is the issue that I have. I need to work on it instead of trying to go after the next person like I've done in the past where it's just like, oh, okay, let me go to the next person. And it's like, I'm still carrying those same issues and that same baggage, but it's just a new person that I met. And it's like, you, you can't go far because that baggage that you keep thinking that's not following you is following you. You think, oh, if I get with a new person, maybe it'll be better. But that toxicness that you're bringing because all that baggage is going to ruin what you're trying to start with somebody new. So it's like not always the other person messing it up. It can be us. It can be you messing up a good thing because you're still carrying all this baggage. You're still carrying all these memories and that hurt and that pain. And it's like, you got to let that go. You got to let that go. You, you just got to, and you can't just wait around for somebody because then you'll be waiting forever and they'll still never come like and there's no way you can make yourself better for anybody like oh maybe if I was sexier this guy will be back with me maybe if I had this or that this person will be with me and it's like no if that person wanted to be with you they would have been with you seriously they would have committed to you you know, like there, you can't do anything more to get them. Like you, you gotta be, oh, you need to get cuter for you. Like get cuter for somebody else. Like, come on now. That, nah, whatever. But just so y'all know, this episode is sponsored by Jim Bean Apple. So if I do go off on a tangent, it's that <laughs> next stanza. Uh, let's see. A clean house isn't complete unless he graces the floor with his feet. And a room is just a room unless he's in it with me. And this house is not a home when I'm alone, just me. Because being by my lonesome isn't where I want to be. So if you guys have ever heard the Luther Vandross song, A House Is Not A Home, this is kind of where that stanza pulls inspiration from. So it's like, yeah, I can do all this work on myself, but I still miss the guy. And this is what the poem is about. It's like, yeah, we're trying to do that spring cleaning, do that much needed work on ourselves, heal but it's like, I'm human and I miss these people I used to be connected to. I, I miss these people I used to have a bond with, a connection with, I, I caught a vibe with. But it's just like, nah, that's not where it's at. Obviously, like I said, sometimes things end for a reason. So you got to take that loss. You got to take that ill and be like, okay, let me do the work on myself so when the next person comes along when god puts the next person in my life i can receive whatever they're trying to give to me where i won't mess it up because i'm carrying all this baggage where i won't lash out because of what this other guy did to me in the past because i've done it too i've lashed out at guys that had no clue about why i was hurt why i was angry but it was because what somebody else did to me in my past and i was just putting that on the other person and they were like I'm sorry I didn't do anything, like, don't kill me, and I was like, wait a minute, I'm tripping, like, really tripping, like, you're not him, because obviously he, he's not the guy that hurt you, like, that's what we gotta, us females have to realize, like, yes, we've been hurt, yes, we've been played, we've been, you know, 
drug through the dirt, but not every guy is that guy that hurt us in the past. You know. So just a little tip. So I put up with the mess, say nothing about the stress because at least he's here with me, but nothing's worse than doing all the work, giving a hundred, but it's never reimbursed. I'm sure we've all been in situations, male or female or other, where we've given a person a lot of ourselves and ended up empty handed. And I hate that feeling because I feel like whenever I get with somebody, and like I said earlier, whether it's for a short amount of time or a long amount of time, I give myself, whether it's my body, my time, my money, or whatever it may be, but I just give myself. And then when it doesn't work out, it's always like me trying to avenge my former self, me trying to pull back those pieces, get back who I was. And you'll never get back who you were before that person. You are now the person after that person that hurt you or after that person that did what they did. And we just have to adjust and alter and move on and that altering that adjusting process is hard because we've given ourselves and we feel like we're empty now we feel like we don't have anything else to give but trust me we do but that's why you have to take that time to heal do that cleaning that spring cleaning on yourself because if not you'll keep lugging that baggage and you'll find a new person start talking to them and that those same issues that you try to avoid will come out and with you and that new person and it won't go right and it's like I know it may sound repetitive but I get caught up into it every time I I it's like I tell myself not to do things but then I do it anyway I'm so stubborn and hard-headed it's crazy and I feel like we do the same thing it's like you can't avoid your own issues you cannot avoid your own issues you have to unpack that baggage you gotta unpack it and like erica badu said pack light like for real though you gotta pack light because i don't care if you not you just gotta let it go let it go it's gonna be hard it's gonna hurt like hell you're gonna miss the person you're gonna miss the bond you're gonna miss the connection but it's like that connection that bond is not worth your inner peace worth your sanity your sense of clarity and balance it's not worth it so yeah you want you may want somebody to love on and cuddle with and watch movies with but is it worth your peace is it worth you going to be that other person like that other side like you know the dark side like if you're anything like me when I get angry another shade comes out so is it worth that other personality that other alter ego coming out like why like why Why do you want that connection so bad? Why do you want that person back so bad? And I got to ask myself this too. Because during this quarantine, I've contacted those people from my past and engaged in conversation. And then I realized that they've obviously moved on. And like me opening that door of the past and us just kind of dancing around in the doorway is not healthy at all. It's, It's not healthy. It's really not, you know, like maybe let me check on them and see how they're doing. But it's like, nah, Shay, they doing good. Like, get out of there. Like, close that door. Don't don't you dare contact them again. So I had to start blocking people again or or I just had to have that conversation where it's like, hey, bud, it ain't it ain't it ain't gonna work. It's a no for me because it's like I don't care how much you miss that person in the good times. You got to take the good, the bad and the ugly that comes with that person. So. It's just like, like I said earlier, 
how much are you willing to sacrifice just to say you have somebody? Because I feel like a lot of us do that. We sacrifice our own peace, our own happiness just to say we got somebody, just to post somebody on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you do. And it's just like, what in the world? Why do we, like, I know us humans crave relationships and interaction, but it's like, at what cost? Like, what are we willing to lose just to gain uh like a facade of something like something that's not even really genuine and something that's not what we really want because that's not what we really want we may text and call these people from our past because it's just that time of year we're lonely we're bored we're in the house but it's just like at what cost at what cost but moving on i've tried to let him go but then i think of our past he's the only one who knows me the good and the bad but is that enough? I know it's never enough. I should be cleaning house, but I always get stuck between the grit, the grease, and grime. He wasn't perfect, but he was mine. And looking back, I have to ask myself, how effing foolish was I? And we've all been foolish, male, female, and other, or whoever you choose to identify as. We have all been foolish before, excuse me, um, where we saw the good in a person despite what they were showing us. And Maya Angelou had a quote that I know I've mentioned on former episodes. If someone shows you who they are, believe them. So somebody will show us who they are. They'll put it on the big screen, all these colorful colors, colorful colors, and it'll be right there in our faces. And we'll still be like, maybe that person, they're just going through a time. They're in a struggle. I got to help them. And then it's like, nah, fam. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah, that's not where it's at, like, nope, and it's like, nobody's perfect, and I, I'm not saying I want a perfect person, because none of us can be perfect, that's just something we can strive to be, but we'll never, we'll never get even close to perfect, so, like, what's the point, but my thing is, if the person isn't doing the work, then that's when it's time to leave, because we all have work to do, we all have some cleaning inner cleaning that we could be doing because once you clean the inside the outside I feel like will blossom and will flourish but you got to start on the inside because you can put as much makeup and expensive clothes and all types of stuff on the outside but that inside is hella ugly and people can sense that or not everybody because not everybody has that ability to just read people but we 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 can sense that and it's just like i don't care what you do what kind of vices you result to what kind of things you use to escape you cannot escape yourself because you are with yourself 24 7 365 and don't let it be a leap year but it's just like come on you can't escape from yourself you see yourself, you deal with yourself every day. So why not just start doing the work on yourself so then you can like yourself, you can love yourself a little bit more. Hmm? Okay. Moving on. I think it's time for these dishes to shine. You can't sweep me off my feet with those same old lines. And everything you own is in the box to the left. Take your baggage, take your madness. Don't you dare protest my decision. Get the hell up out of my kitchen. Leave. I have some cleaning to do. Now, of course, I kind of simplified that part, but y'all get the point. It you There comes a time when you're like, you know what? I'm tired of all the pain. I'm tired of the baggage. I got to start doing the work. And that can be as simple as just blocking people. Going ghost. Putting your mental health before other people's opinions or thoughts or feelings. Because at the end of the day, 
you may be sitting up bored, lonely, miserable, but those people that you think you want, those guys that you want back, or those females that you may want back in your life, they're not worried about you. They live in their life. They doing them. You got to do you. Because who else is going to do you? It, it, come on, like, who's going to do you? Nobody. But you got to do you. And you got to want to do the work on yourself. You got to want to unload and unpack that baggage. You got to want to. Because if you don't, then it's just like, okay, what? that's how you're going to be. That's how you're going to be. But I promise you, once you start doing that work on yourself, God is, and if you don't believe in God, there is going to be somebody that comes into your life that's the person for you. And you want to be ready for that person. You don't want to be unhealed. You don't want to be, like, negative. You don't want to push that person away because that that's your person. You want to do as much work on yourself as you can so you can be able to receive and accept the love that they want to give you. But if you don't do the work, if you don't do the cleaning, then what's the point? You're just going to mess up a good thing. You're going to push them away. You're going to treat them the way you treated the other guys or females. You're going to, you know, assume that they're an evil demon when they're not. There's somebody sent just for you. And it's like, nah, fam, that's not where it's at. But like I said earlier, if you ever hear me referring to doing some cleaning, spring cleaning, I'm talking about doing that much needed work on myself. And since we are at home, we have all the time in the world to do it. So even if that means just detaching yourself from people that drain your energy, if that means you have to take a little bit more time for yourself, do things that you like to do, you got to start doing the work. Go to therapy. Maybe look up some sermons online. Read some motivational quotes, whatever you need to do to start doing that much needed work on yourself. You got to do it. Or you can really start to clean. Clean out the garage or the shed. Clean out your closet. Clean your room. And I promise you, you'll feel better because then you'll be like, I feel light. And like I said, Erica Badu said, pack light. So you got to pack light, people, if you're going to be packing it all. Don't, don't, don't carry the baggage. And, and you guys may think I'm trying to sound preachy or weird or whatever, but I'm talking to me. I, I'm really talking to me. I'm preaching to the choir because I find myself in these situations where I keep giving my, giving of myself and I'm left empty handed and I feel defeated, you know, deflated. And I feel like I have nothing else, nothing else to give. And it takes me a long time just to give back to who or get back to a place of where I can be at peace with myself. And it's like, you'll keep carrying around that same baggage if you just don't stop, take care of it, and keep it moving. Because that baggage is going to keep following you. And then you'll be an adult. Because we're already young adults, but then we'll be full-grown adults still carrying that same baggage from years before when we were like 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23-ish. And... Nah, it's not healthy. It's really not healthy. And if not for them, do it for you. Because like I said, they're not worried about you. They may text you and be like, hey, I miss you. Hey, big head, what you doing? But that's when you just don't respond. And I've been guilty. I've responded. But it's like, nah, Shay. And I regretted that. 
But I don't want to take too much of y'all's time, but I did want to get seriously real. And like I said, if you want to start doing the work, we can do the work together. You know, I'm trying to get into therapy, you know, and there, there are other things that I also consider therapy than the just sitting in a room talking to somebody on a couch type of thing. Um, so I'm going to keep pouring myself into that. Focus on things that I like to do, things that stimulate me, like school, poetry, this podcast, and just, you know, resting and snacking in moderation. <laughs> but just focusing on the things that make me happy and, you know, just making sure I stay positive because there's so many things to be sad and negative about. And those urges will come where you want to text and call those people, go lurking on their pages. But I promise you, they're not thinking about you. They're not thinking about you. So you got you got to think about you. You got to be the person to give you the best love you've ever had because nobody else is going to give you that. Nobody. So I thank y'all so much for hearing me, hearing my TED Talk. And listen to the rest of the podcast. It's not that much left, so um, just just listen and thank y'all again. Hey, attention! Hey, everybody! I am trying to be your podcast plug, and if you're new here, you're probably wondering what in the hell the podcast block. Well, in every episode, I will be shouting out. Two podcasts. Actually, I'll be shouting out to dope, to awesome, to hilarious, amazing podcasts that I really think you guys should check out. So the two podcasts that I will be shouting out in today's episode are Small Doses with Amanda Seals and the 85 South Show with Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, and DC Young Fly. Now, I don't watch Insecure, but Amanda Seals is the light-skinned, natural-haired character like i said i do not watch insecure so figure that out but small doses with amanda seals she is funny she's smart and she's witty and i mean what else do you want from a podcast host i mean hello shay um and the 85 south show with carlos miller chico bean dc young fly if you guys have ever seen wild and out um on mtv with nick cannon they have been on there. I think they're still on there, but they also have their own podcast. They go on the road. They do comedy shows. They're straight hilarious. You can actually find their videos on YouTube, and you can just watch it there, but you can listen to it in podcast form. So check out those two podcasts, Small Doses with Amanda Seals and the 85 South Show with Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, and DC Young Fly. Stay tuned for the rest of the podcast. woo you have made it to the end of this podcast episode, and for that, you deserve the world and so much more. But unfortunately, the world is not mine to give, but I do want to leave you with a small word. Just a small word. When we let go of the old, we make room for the new. And that right there is golden. And not to say that those people we might have dealt with in the past are evil or don't deserve a second chance. But fam, come on. We may have given them a million and one chances, but there's 
still couldn't get it right. But it just means that we are looking forward and anything that doesn't benefit us or motivate us is a distraction, a disservice, and a sign of disrespect. Your time is valuable and anyone who doesn't come correct doesn't and shouldn't have the opportunity to make you come at all. And let's be honest, fam, they're probably not making you come anyway, so why are you wasting your time? You could be using this time to heal and work on you. So at this point, I don't know what you're doing. I really don't. You know, and together, we can heal. You know, together we can. You know, cheetah girls. But thank you so much for listening to this episode, Tate. They, they, oh my gosh, stay tuned for more episodes and we out.